Welcome to a new episode of the Film at Lincoln Center podcast. This week, we're featuring a special archival Q&A from the 47th New York Film Festival in 2009 on white material with director Claire Denis and actors Isaac de Boncoli and William Nadelman, moderated by Melissa Anderson. Claire Denis returns to NYFF for this year's 60th anniversary edition with two films, the main site selection stars at noon is a contemporary thriller based on the Dennis Johnson's 1986 novel, suffused with political intrigue and languid eroticism. In the revival selection is a new restoration of her 1990 film, No Fear, No Die, starring Isaac de Bancalou as an organizer of an illegal cockfighting group in France. NYFF 60 passes are now on sale. Single tickets will go on sale to the general public on September 19th with pre-sale access for FLC members and pass holders prior to this date. Learn more at filmlink.org slash NYFF. Claire, could you tell I'm us... I'm hiding film comment because... <laughs> you don't need to hide it here. Uh, could you tell us, please, what was the origin of the project? Um, I think the origin of the project is... Uh, uh, in fact, Isabel asking me to adapt, if I wanted to adapt uh, Doris Lessing novel called The Grass is Singing. I think it's her first novel. Uh, this long time ago, maybe seven years ago, and I told her I... I'm not ready to do a film that takes place in South Africa in, in the end of the 30s uh, because I think South Africa has changed so much that it would be very weird for me to go back then. Um, I won't be able to do that, although I like the novel very much, but I, I didn't feel like telling a story uh, anti-apartheid, um, you know, with what happened in South Africa, I thought it was impossible for me. I mean, the election of Mandela and even the difficulty of today. You know? So I told her, if one day we make a film together, let's say, set in Africa, it has to be a two-day story. And if I find one that I like, then I'll let you know. Then I sort of, I was reading newspaper and I sort of imagine the, I think the, the origin of the film was just two stories. One of uh, um, an officer, uh, rebels, uh, leaving the army um, and the character that interpret Isaac. That was one story, one part. And the other part was a bunch of French people owning a, a coffee plantation. And the French army is asking them to leave because it's too dangerous now. And uh, a woman decides to stay. Those two stories were not connected exactly. And in the end, in, I sort of decide they had to connect. 
we'd love to have some questions from the audience, and I will repeat the question so that everyone can hear. Yes? The question is about the theme in Claire's work of different cultures coming together or often not coming together. I, I'm not sure cinema is the best, because I think uh, the, the best terrain for meeting people is life, you know? It, it would be strange for me to uh, consider film is a sort of um, world of, like a magic world where people can meet. I think to make it happen in films, the, the really beginning is to be able to meet people in life, you know? So that's how I met Alex, Isaac, <laughs> no, Alex, Isaac, and William on stage as actor. And they became my friend. And I wanted to work with them, you know? I mentioned Alex because I just read the, paper, the film comment. Um, not because they are... Uh, black skin actor, but because we had something in common um, that we can share in, in life. And that's how I figure out, um, I think filmmaking has to do, has to deal with what I, what I understand of the world, you know? If, um, I would be afraid to think that making film is um, a way of meeting people that I have no occasion to meet in my real life. So for me, it's important that uh, Isaac knows that uh, when we made, when we were in Cameroon shooting my the first film I ever direct, Chocolat. Ooh, I remember... We're not young anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first day of shooting, no, the, not the first week of shooting, um, there was a coup in uh, Burkina Faso, and the president was shot down and killed, and he was a young officer that took over, huh? And I remember we, are, we were mourning. We, we had a thought that he was an important president. And his disparition, his death was really something we, we felt strongly. And maybe years after, 20 years after, the character that is a... Um, plays in this film as a relation. Sorry for my long answer. Yeah, it's oh. about Thomas Sankara, the ex-president of Burkina Faso. I have a question for Isaac and William. You both play very mysterious, charismatic leaders fighting on opposite sides. What was the key to creating or to understanding these characters? Please. 
I think the key is every day's life events, uh, especially those last uh, 10 years across Africa, you know, turmoils and uh, wars and, uh, uh, I mean, people being displaced everywhere. So it was not too hard to have a, a model in front of me. And also, as just Claire just mentioned, you know, 20 years ago, we have this president who was almost uh, a friend of us because he was very young. He was in his uh, 30s as a president, and he was really a hope for all Africa. So, and before him, there were people like uh, uh, Nkrumah, some lead political leaders. So, to me, to portray uh, an officer who is uh, in disgrace with his commanders was not that hard. What was hard is, I mean, to put everything together, you know, all the actors, to be free on time for Claire and uh, uh, Isabel, uh, William, and all the actors. Uh, it was not uh, that easy, especially also young Michel Chibor. And uh, so it was, uh, but it was really a pleasure to meet again with Claire 20 years after, I mean, besides Nufia Nudai. And uh, to me, it was uh, really a, a, a great, great moment mm -hmm. in Africa, especially in Cameroon again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I'll try not to be too, uh, too long of an answer. Me? But um, it's, uh, it's quite complex for me because um, um, the lady over here was talking about uh, meetings and cultures and stuff like that. And Claire, Claire's answer m made me remember that um, her, her way of depicting reality is not real and it's not really a reality she's mm -hmm. talking about. Um, I'm saying that in a way that because what we do as actors, we try and create a character and we try and find the link between us and what we think will identify the character. And that to me is a complicated question because it is about finding who I am, what's my own identity. And it turns out that um, there's been two people, one person in theater was Peter Brook and one, people, one, one, one person in theater was Peter Brook and one person in cinema was Claire Denis, who, helped, who actually helped me going through the process of becoming an actor. A French actor. There were there were two actors that you actually mentioned, who I was looking at, thinking, okay, I can be an actor because those two people exist. Because in my world, it was not such a thing as being an actor for a black person. So I'm talking about Claire Denis, Alex, and Isaac. Therefore, when she asks me to join in, she actually offers me the first time ever for me in, in my life to play a black person. I never did so before, because I was trying so hard not to play a black character, to escape something. And she makes me play a bad person. So it was, it was quite complicated, but in, at the same time, it was like a big sister saying, okay, now face it. You know? So it was all about trying to remember who I am and trying to forget what I'm trying to be and forcing. So in a way, Claire and Isaac and all the people I work with, Claire actually taking me back to my homeland because I am from Cameroon. Me being in Cameroon and having to face the reality through a fiction 
brought me back to images that I saw when I was a, a little boy. And as a little boy, my dad and everybody in Cameroon would call rebels the bad people, which is the opposite in rock and roll. A rebel, everybody wants to be a rebel. In Cameroon, a rebel was the bad person, the person that would cut heads, they would uh, open pregnant women's tummy and, and do bad things. And I myself saw heads cut on the floor when I was around four or five. So it wasn't really about trying to imagine. It was for, well, on Claire's invitation, because it was needed for the film, trying to forget what I was trying to be and basically, basically be who I was. At some point, Claire asked, asked me to speak with a Cameroonian accent. To me, it was difficult because she was, she was actually asking me to be myself. And that was the hard part. And I also, just to, to add something Please. to your previous question, uh, this week, uh, I think it's the same, almost the same thing is happening in Guinea, where the soldiers are raping uh, the young women and uh, the ladies are making the, all the country upside down. So I th think, in a way, uh, movie cannot uh, recreate reality, but uh, it just can uh, uh, tell us that uh, reality is always next to us and we got to open our eyes. May, may I add something? Please. Extra, extra, please, please. Um, I was listening to William and I wanted to smile because he said, so maybe, in fact, he, he just discovered he's really a bad person, <laughs> thanks to me. <laughs> now, what I wanted to say is, it was very moving for me and very difficult. I had to trust them, but also the crew and the Cameroonese producer, because I think in France, the French crew and the French producer, they did not realize exactly what it is to make shots of children's soldiers, especially when they are killed, slaughtered by militias. Uh, it was not an easy moment for me. It was, um, I was suffering, and still today, the shot where they are marching in the forest with the music, carrying the little one on their shoulder and carrying their gun. Still for me also, I know it's fiction, those kids were, um, we choose them in a school, we explain to them everything, what they were doing. Actually, it was fun when we were shooting with them. They, they really enjoyed, but also they knew that in the next country, in Nigeria, or in Chad, in the north, th there were war going on, you know. They, they were going to school every day. They had a good life in peace, if I can say so. But they knew war was not so far away from their life, you know. So they were very serious doing, act, doing the acting. Uh, and for me, it was a big responsibility because I knew it could happen. But also I knew that the crew in Cameroon and the producer in Cameroon, 
They were also trusting us, trusting the film. They could, like pharmacy, uh, the, the real, it's the real pharmacist who is acting, you know? I mean, so there was a sort of trust and understanding. Uh, I think far away in France, they don't realize the responsibility we had making that film on location. Absolutely. Absolutely, there's something I'd I, I like to add as well. Having been on, on the thing, having lived that life, for example, um, I've been obsessed with Rwanda, and many films can be made about Rwanda. The problem is that when you represent reality, you tend to solve the problem. So if you, if you, if you actually shoot a thousand people attacking a school, slaughtering uh, children, once your eye sees that and takes it in, then you have, in a way, solved the problem. And you can go back to your, uh, I don't mean to be um, condescending here, but you, to your comfortable life, which is the life I'm living since I, I live in Paris most of the time. Claire has the way to see things and to tell stories in a way which I would qualify it. I think the word in English is haunting. And I live with those images. And the way she tells the story, she doesn't show me what I would expect to see. She actually triggers some things in my mind that would make the story go on. And that's, um, that's why when, when we're talking about different cultures, I think if she films a man, uh, if, she feels a if she films a man or if she, if she films a woman or a child or um, a black person or a European or a Caucasian, whatever, she films that person as a land, as, an, as a land we don't know. And therefore, we go, you know, we, we go further deep into what it is to be someone else and what does it tell about us. So for me, that film, filmed on location, was against something else that I cannot yet define because it's too close. He's going to be my agent soon, <laughs> I think. <laughs> uh, yes. I'm going to try to summarize. The question is, uh, how did Claire and the actors, Isaac and William, uh, I guess, confront the complexities of African politics? How did they tease out, handle the complexities of Cameroon? And how did it affect them? Because the question is asked to Isaac and William, I, I will just, no, no, but I will say just a little thing. You, you pronounce the word tribal, and I think it's a word, I don't know why, I sort of refuse to consider it's tribal. I think it's economics and politics. And the result of the violence of those to um, stress together is, is described easily as tribal. So it belongs really to Africa. It is a tribal problem, you know? No, it's economic and politics together. That's the only thing I wanted to say. Sorry. <laughs> 
you know, I think uh, one, every time I go to Africa anyway, I'm not an African anymore. For them and for the white folks, I'm not a white, so I'm always in the middle <laughs> even when I go to Africa because I've been living in the, abroad, in, first in Paris and now in, in New York. So, but at the same time, I'm very interested in what's happening there. Uh, therefore, on both sides, I got to be very vigilant, uh, whether it's on the European side, I mean, the Western side, on, this, uh, on the part of my brother's side too. I got to be, uh, I would say, a, a drug dealer or some, some kind of, because I don't totally agree with all the actions, and uh, sometimes I don't totally agree of the, on uh, all the actions of the, on the part of the production or the, the foreigners coming into the country shooting. So, but my, my work beyond uh, acting is to make things happen and people live, live together. So uh, I would say my function goes beyond the filming. Uh, therefore, I'm very excited every time I go there because I know I'm going to face uh, tons of problems, but I'm ready for it. I'm ready to tackle them. I'm ready to try to find a solution and to make everybody at least make a few steps forward. And uh, from all those experiences, when I come back months after, I still get emails or letters from the people I left there because they want to embrace this business now because they eyes were open or they felt confidence in themselves. And uh, on the part of the, the, the West, uh, even though it's not the first time for most of them in Africa, but uh, maybe on that experience, they happen to see something else. So yes, and uh, I'm really thrilled and uh, every time I'm very excited to go to shoot there. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna try and have a a short go at this. Um, I, I hope I, I did understand the question. It makes me wonder why, why do we have a name? Do we have a name to name us? Or do we have a name to exist through our name? If we all have the same name, we are named, but we, we're not the same. So therefore we cease to exist as individuals. The fact of Claire going to that place, telling the story, actually brought joy to the people there because they were able to exist. And because the eye is not mastered by them, they don't see themselves through their own eyes. They see themselves through the media, which is instigated from somewhere else. The books I learned, because I spent actually 10 years of my life in Africa, and I was part of the last generation of Africans, and I'll come back to that, who were taught this following sentence, nos ancêtres les Gaulois, my ancestors, the how do you say Gaulois in English? Gold were used to, well, it was the people from the Gold. They were, they were the, the, the Gallics? No, it's not Gallics. It's the Gaulois. Oh, yeah, the, you say Gaulois in English. The Gauls. The Gauls? Nos ancêtres, les Gaulois. Our ancestors, the. The Gauls. The Gauls, yeah. So we were basically. I was actually you know, taught that Vercingetorix was blonde, with blue eyes, was my ancestor. And I had somewhere in my mind a weird dream that when I would grow up, my eyes would turn blue, and my, my, my hair, you know, blonde, so I had to eat lots of carrots 
uh, it didn't work. And also my sisters would always carry little you know, baby dolls, dolls and call them my little baby, not realizing that they couldn't be their babies. We didn't have uh, black little dolls for, for, for children. So therefore the importance of representation. Uh, so it's, it's very, very, very important. Films shot in Africa is very important. That Claire chooses to do her film in Africa is very important because it gives us something legitimate to these people and to us as these people. Now, I said African, but in fact, I was born in Montpellier. It's my legitimate to, for yeah. us too, huh? Yeah, well, <laughs> that's the starting point. My mother is Indian, my father is African. I was born in Montpellier, but I'm, I'm the black guy, I'm the African. And I have no problem about that. And to, 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 uh, to, to, to go closer to your, to your question, I hope, the thing is, in Africa, you don't... I think not everything is, again, black and white. There's lots of shades in white and lots of shades in black. And as I was saying that, Claire told me, just be who you are. And I might happen to be a actually bad person. I might, I might be the guy who kills Thomas Sankara and actually wanting to be good and turning to be bad. What do I do with that? I can be Fidel Castro and have my best friend Che Guevara and actually decide that he's a, he's a weirdo. I'm going to put him on, uh, off. And actually, um, history will tell me that I am actually the bad guy. So going through those parts, I was not trying to play a bad person. I was just letting Claire decide where I was going to be, in which light. And in the end, I, well, I, I discovered the film in Venice. And I was a bit shocked. I discovered all these images in Venice. And I thought, OK, so this is the story which is being told with my little participation. But it's her. It's her story. And it just happens that her story is close to the way I perceive things. Just, just to, to, to place some, some, some reality, even here, I think since uh, the election of Obama, things are not quite white and black. Um, no, I sometimes when I sh to go shoot on location when it is Africa, it's Africa. It, it's um, like a poetic word or evoke something difficult and warm, tragic and beautiful. And I think it's a huge continent with very a lot of different countries. And I I have to say that to shoot on location in Cameroon to represent a, a, a territory that it is not mentioned to be Cameroon, it would be anywhere in Africa, it is really very exciting, makes me us very strong because we share, <clears throat> maybe you see this long end credits, the crew was, there was a lot of people from Cameroon working with us and their vision was very important for us to like, like our um, direction was from Cameroon. The one of the person who helped us a lot was a, um, a monk in a monastery near 
our location. He, he, he grow cafe. And with the result of his extremely good cafe, he, he provides a lot of, um, he provides the economy of the monastery. It's in itself. It's, it's in a, a yeah, and a village, yeah. And not only is a monk and he's doing green coffee, teaching the children, building a new monastery by inventing a way of making new bricks. I mean, this guy is a genius. Not only that, but he, he lent us the, the, the yellow tractor because there was only one in, in this uh, province, you know. I mean, things like that you couldn't imagine in France, you know. Like, not nice. People are not nice. They are really full of energy and they understand the meaning of things. So, after a while, he, this monk became a sort of very important uh, participant of the filmmaking. And this is what is, it is to shoot on location. It makes you stronger. Makes you happy too. We have time for one last question. Yes. The question is about the, the character that Isabel Rupert plays, mentioning courage. I don't know. I think courage is uh, very important in our every day of life. Uh, when we feel down, uh, you need somebody to cheer up. Yourself, you know, and uh, uh, especially uh, on a war uh, scene, uh, if you don't have courage, uh, you don't go in the first place. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, I think in a way, uh, the, the, the boxer Isabel Isabel's character sees, uh, I would say, her. Negative in the boxer, you know, somehow to you know, for say because uh, he has a courage to leave the military in this kind of situation uh, and to still believe in uh, in the, the the kids surrounding him. I don't know. If there's one, just one, maybe single element to me in the movie. Because I discovered the movie is the same today, <laughs> first time I saw the movie. So I wanted to see the movie before meeting you guys, at least. And uh, there's one important moment for me when I see in the eyes of this uh, officer when the kids uh, have this lighter, this gold lighter, and he asks them, where did they get it? It's almost as if he was asking them as a father, you know. Uh, you shouldn't do it. It's bad to have stolen it, no matter where it came from. So he's still f trying to fulfill his, uh, his duty as uh, an elder for the kids. So he needs a courage in that moment, too. He almost forgot about what was around as a war going on, but uh, what was interesting in him is well, it was the education of those children. The, the behavior. 
Claire, Isaac, William, thank you very, very much. Can I mention one thing? Please. Just before. The, um, the script was, uh, I worked, I co-wrote with a, a French writer, Marine Diaye, who is also uh, partly African. She'd never been in Africa before she worked on that script. That was a very interesting thing to share with them because I took her to Ghana to visit a coffee plantation and it was very strong to work with this great African writer who never been in Africa and is French and now lives in Berlin. And also I wanted to say that a story like that, for me, should be split in three parts. There is like, I, I would have need three films for that story. You know what I mean? It is really, maybe I will add some. Part two. Part two and part three, part three. which is maybe the past of the officer or, you know, things like that, you know, because it's so vast. I'm so eager to go on with this story. You're going to start by rewind on the screen <laughs> and the second, the third part is fast forward. <laughs> fast forward. Yeah, in 3D. <laughs> Thank you so much.